A belated welcome to episode number seven of We Watch Dead People. It's a little later than we you tried. The episode is out later than all our other ones. We only by a little bit. Only by a little bit. And who really? Who noticed other than your dad, who had a frantic early morning text message wondering? (laughs) He was like, "Where? Where's the episode?" And we were like, "You're the only one." (laughs) No, I don't. We're sorry. Don't think anyone else noticed, but. We noticed. We did. If so. you're not holding yourself to your own standards, what what are you doing? When's a busy Easter weekend. And oh, yeah. We just had Easter weekend. Yeah. With my family up in rural rural Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. We went up to Will's parents' place and had a roasted lamb and yeah. well, didn't was... get up early enough for the egg hunt. No, nor did we get up early enough to make it back by a reasonable hour and thus didn't really have time to to do the episode. So that's, yeah. you know. Well, and before that, if I can just talk about my weekend. Sure. Um, my mom and my sister came to town because it was spring break and we went around and visited colleges, which was really awesome for my little <laughs> sister. We toured some places, but that meant I drove... Over 10 hours. Yeah, you drove a lot. Back and forth across the state. Back yeah. and forth. Yeah, you went from here, here, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Up to Allegheny, in Meadville, and then Isn't that down to, to Allegheny? No, it's up. Is it? Yeah. And then, I'm, okay. And then across to Philly, and then back, back like two thirds of the way to Pittsburgh, and then, and then the rest of the way to Pittsburgh on Sunday. That's... Over like three days. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of driving. It was a lot of driving, but I kind of like driving. I like driving too. But but maybe not all that way all the time. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. But here's We're something. very tired. We're very old. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard being an adult. <laughs> but here's the tie-in. The movie we watched for this week's episode takes place in the Appalachian Mountains which is where my parents are yeah oh my Lanta it Although did take place in this movie they're in North Carolina not in Pennsylvania where is North Carolina in comparison to Pennsylvania don't look at me like that <laughs> I'm directionally challenged it's, it's, is that a okay thing to say that's yeah. what my mother has always called me yeah I think that's fine you're North Carolina is southeast of where we are, but it's along the Appalachian Mountains, which run through oh, Pennsylvania. Which, yeah, which is that whole the Appalachian Trail, which is the, there are books. Yeah, didn't Bill <laughs> Bryson do one into the woods? And um, what was the one that Reese Witherspoon was in a movie about? Wild. Yeah, I with the picture of the boots on the cover. I never saw that. On the of the book. I think she hiked the Appalachian Trail. Well, that's neat. If she didn't. This this movie isn't about hiking, though. It's about spelunking. Splunking. No, spelunking. You're right. Sorry. As soon as I said it, I was like, that's not correct. (laughs) (laughs) But don't you like how confidently I said it? It made me second guess myself, so... (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. But this movie... Is it, do I do this or do you? Yeah, no, you do housekeeping because I did it last time. Mm-hmm. I think we determined last night. And even if it is my turn, I don't have my phone in front of me. Okay, well, then it's going to be me. So we watched The Descent. Ooh. Ooh. 
which of you, <laughs> if you were of any doubt, our fourth Instagram post being like, oops, sorry, yep. my dad. Here's another <laughs> clue, which is just a screenshot of the movie's monsters. Yeah, uh, well, I'll just throw, we'll do a plug here at the beginning. Oh, we do. We do clues. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and today on Monday, uh, to let you guess what we're going to do ahead of time. So if you care, you can take a take a guess on our old Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, message us on Instagram or reply. Actually, comment on the yeah on the picture. It doesn't but, matter. Yeah, but follow but, us. Yeah, please. We but have we're, social media. <laughs> we're young. But the movie we watched this week was The Descent from 2005, and this movie's like turned into something of like a horror fan like love like a cult love for horror fans did it yeah i mean it it did reasonably well when it came out it made like like 60 million american i think on like a three million dollar budget 60, or something three million american 60 million american on a three million dollar budget american dollars yes because it's an english nope, made it, yep, movie nope it clicked it just took me a second i was like american what <laughs> sunflower seeds go on but no horror fans have really embraced like. this movie they really like it um mm, it's interesting written, written and directed by neil marshall who just um directed that new version of hellboy that totally tanked and did terrible sure um and it stars a bunch of people who outside of this movie i, I am not familiar with them it shauna mcdonald natalie mendoza alex reed myanna burring saskia Mulder, nora jane noon Oliver Milburn and Molly Kale. Oliver Milburn and Molly Kale have bit parts. But Natalie Mendoza sounds familiar. She she plays Juno in this movie and she she apparently was yeah, I don't know that she's been in a whole lot looking no? at this. She she okay. had a bit part in Moulin Rouge, but that's really it. She hasn't been in a whole lot. Um so the movie Yeah, I mean it was Made on the cheap, it stars a bunch of no-name actresses, um, and it's got a really simple premise about these six women who go spelunking in a cave in North Carolina, and then they get trapped, and the movie's almost 15 years old, so I feel comfortable letting you know there are monsters inside of the cave. There are monsters in the cave. But the, mov- the movie's like, uh, you know, like 100 minutes long, and the monsters don't show up until like halfway into the movie. The uh, first half... Yeah. The first half is like a very sad drama in which the it did it remind while we were watching it I was like I'm gonna talk about and compare it to Hereditary because Hereditary I know you always compare things to Hereditary but it did it was like a sad not quite family but close relationship drama. drama. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, was like, oh, I feel for these. It was ladies. a tragedy, but like in which rather than losing one member of your family, the main character, I'm Sarah played by Shauna McDonald, loses her whole family, her husband and her daughter, in a car accident right in the beginning of the movie that you... I said this to you while we were watching. I, I saw this movie once on, like, basic cable whenever I was, like, a kid, and I didn't really remember <laughs> anything other from it other than one particular scare. Um, and I did not see the beginning. So the way they frame the opening scene where the family's in the car... And it's showing too much of the windshield while the yeah, guy's driving. You, he's you, drifting. You know, you know he's gonna crash. Yeah. But then when he crashes, it looks rather tame, and that, my initial instinct was like, "Oh, that's not so bad." And then these metal rods fly off of the other truck that hits them and just go through the window and it pales like 
two-thirds of the people in that car. Impales, and you don't even see it impale. You just see the splat of blood and the... As it goes through and the And the metal, seat. yeah, it goes and so through you see the some seat. of the hair. I think you see the hair of the daughter kind of get like... Whoosh, as it goes through her head. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. When, and then it was pulling out. The shot was pulling out, and you could see the car with the rods That's... in it, and there was blood. And I was just trying to think, oh, my God, where was the little girl sitting? Where was she sitting? Because... I was trying to remember how um, Sarah, the character, was like leaning back to talk to the kid. I was like, oh, Mm. crap, where was she? Is she dead? And then it's like one year later, and it's like, oh, she's definitely dead. Yeah. Oh, no, I guess it didn't cut right to one year later. It cuts to her in the hospital hospital, waking up. Yeah, but either way, I was like. Pretty soon after. The child, I was like, oof, kid did not survive. But then Sarah and most of her thrill-seeking friends, they go on this adventure out to North Carolina, they like to go whitewater rafting. They like to do all sorts of things. And on this particular trip, which is the first one... It seems one, like a yearly thing. Yeah, and they're all into, like, off-the-beaten-path adventuring. Like, they don't want to do the touristy stuff. Like, they kind of make that clear. Um, <laughs> I loved your arm gesture. Oh, thank you. The people couldn't see it, but... <laughs> I did... Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, You're like, off the... No tourist yeah, stuff for me. Yeah. That's what his finger did. <laughs> You know it. You know what it looked like. Um, <laughs> but this is the first time Sarah is coming back into the fold with her friends, and she still—you can still see because well, she I had think, a nightmare. And yeah, well, that's what I was about like, to say. One I think, lady who didn't, who's like a newer person in the group, was like, "I want kids," and Sarah's just like, "Oh," and like looks and you know turns her head. We well, make it sound a little hokey there, but I think like it's actually pretty well written and pretty well oh, no, acted. Yeah, I, think- I mean, it's like nothing mind altering or like amazing but uh or mind-boggling i think was the phrase i was looking for sure. but I support it, you but it's way. still solid and like i totally believe that that woman was like traumatized and oh that her yeah. friends were trying to like get her back into it you in know? fact the fact that it was just one year later like one year to the anniversary of the death of your family and mm-hmm. your friends are like but we always go on a trip at this time sarah yeah. Get it together. And she's trying to have fun. She and you is. can kind of see that, but she's struggling with it. But then they go on their adventure out to the the cave. And Juno, who sort of like... Seems kind of like the leader. Yeah. She told them they were going to one cave. But they go off... They don't, Unbeknownst to them, they go off into the woods and they go into this uh, new cave. And Juno leaves the guidebook and stuff yeah. like that. You see all the... Yeah, All the it's problems not spoken, but Juno, like, looks at the book that's supposed to be the guide through the cave. They fill this out a little more clearly yeah, later in the movie. Yeah, it's hard to narrate it, but it all makes sense, okay? Yeah, and they go into this beautiful cave, and it should be noted that the caves, which are made by um, this guy named Salmon Bowles, the production designer, mm-hmm. lots of people, when they gush about this movie, talk about the caves because the sets in this movie are great. They feel very real, Yeah, and they really through the first half of the movie, lend themselves to a very different kind of horror than what follows in the second half. The first half is like claustrophobic, very oh. grounded, realistic scariness. Yeah. Because once they go into the main chamber of the cave, they then proceed to go through these like incredibly narrow passages where they're just like squeezing themselves through in like total darkness. Well, have and you ever been spelunking? No, I've been... You know, I've, like, gone on cave tours and stuff, but, like, I, yeah. actually, I haven't done anything, like, okay. where you have to, like, get a I carabiner. Haven't, <laughs> like, I haven't either, really. I don't... 
think I've had to do some stuff with harnesses when my mom and I went on spring break last year and there was one time we took a road trip out to Colorado because some of my dad's cousins lived there and I think we were having a family reunion I was little I was like six and we passed through somewhere where is it that they have the heads of the presidents Mount Rushmore yeah there was something there that we went half spelunking it was half a cave tour but they did have little tunnels that you could crawl through like out in the main entrance that was like are you hardcore see if you can squeeze through this and I could because I was six but I just remember thinking like and that's what the beginning of this movie made me feel like well I'm claustrophobic so like I've been on these cave tours and they're not like you don't have to squeeze through anything and they freak me out because Something about the enclosure and this, like, sense of being trapped freaks me out. And so the movie conveys that incredibly well. I'm sitting on the couch in our house, and I was squirming watching these women just squeeze through these little holes. And it's just, like, terrible. It's so alarming. And then, of course, inevitably, one of the tunnels caves in. And they get trapped, and that's when they trapped. That's and when then, they, that's when Juno admits that they, she sent them somewhere. Well, that they because supposed to be. it's either Rebecca or Beth, I think, was the other one who was half semi in charge and had let like park rangers know, or like whoever is in charge of the caves. I guess that would be park rangers that they were going to be in these certain caves, mm-hmm. which is what you're supposed to do yeah. because then, like, if nobody hears from you, authorities will be like, okay, we sort of know where they are. Yeah. And Juno's like, oh, well, we're not actually in those caves. And there were some parts in this where I was like, holy fuck, like, they have all this gear to do all this stuff, which is not cheap. Yeah, but... And you do really have to plan it. And Juno especially is barking at, who's the newer one, Holly? She's like, Holly, follow the rules. And it's just like, you are breaking so many of the rules. But they also do explain, like, whereas people in horror movies are... Um, dumb for no reason they sort of explain that i think at least decently well that like yeah. juno was trying to like recapture some sort of magic their friend group had before sarah's uh incident when she lost the family yeah I that, guess. like it's you know it's a little clumsy but it still made sense to me it made semi sense and the movie the movie does a good job of filling in other sort of like horror movie cliches just with its premise like mm-hmm. a lot of horror movies will make things dark just because ooh, it's spooky but like this movie takes place in a place where it is Literally all dark, dark yeah. like they kind of it's just a you don't even have to think about it then which you know yeah i, I think the times where you do have to think about it which is like them being dumb and irresponsible it's like a little shakier but i still think they did a good job filling it in oh i don't know i would just let me just get this off my chest as i do every episode i did not like this movie well you did but you didn't let me i'll, I'll talk about my own feelings thanks okay, sure. i did not like this movie i was just thinking about this past weekend when my mom was here and we were talking about this podcast and she's like that's so great you guys have a hobby and whatever I was going to be like, yeah, I thought about saying, like, I'm starting to enjoy horror movies because we've seen some fun stuff where it's like, ooh, spooky, but I'm starting to kind of get the fun aspect of that. No, (laughs) not this movie. This movie, I 
I almost pooped my pants. I don't know how else to say it. My asshole got loose. I was so afraid. Jesus. Well, I was caught so off guard well, that. Well, I will say that of the. We, so we actually do watch, just so people know, we actually do watch each movie before we record them. Like, it's not. Well, yeah. Well, well, well I haven't I don't seen them. Well, I have. So I just want people to know, like, we've actually uh, watching them and, like, we actively watch them, and then we sit down and record. Yeah, and... Maybe we give it a day to think. I'll admit that Hereditary scared me when I first watched it, but it didn't, like, you know... By, by the, the seventh t- time you've seen it. Yeah, this was the first movie of the ones we've watched that actually scared me. Oh, like, my God. Like, there were several points in the movie where you and I both were incredibly frightened. Like, Oh, my God, one right after the other, and I've used Oh, yeah, before. they came pretty fast at one oh point. Oh, my God, like, it's like just... the first jump scare came, and you were like, holy shit! Oh my god! And then your heart rate just starts to be like, it's okay, you know. There shouldn't be another one for another. Oh, there it is! <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a spooky monster. Well, in the first one. Oh, it's in the. They're the, in the dark. The, the first one in this movie, oh. I knew, I knew it was coming, and it still kind of got because me. Because I feel like you had made me watch. Because we watched a trailer clip. for it once or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something. it is the most famous scare from the movie. Oh my land! Which you know, again, this is spoiler stuff, but like. They end up getting lost because one of them breaks their leg. And that was one thing I didn't know. This movie is way gorier than I knew. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. This movie's pretty grim and pretty gruesome. That, yeah. So Holly, yes. who's the new one, she like falls down a hole or She's something. She's like trying to run towards the light. She's like, I see a light. Which I guess, yeah, you should run towards if you feel like you're trapped well, in a cave. Well, you probably shouldn't run through the she, dark. But then she, yeah. <laughs> she falls down a hole. Then guess what? There's a hole. <laughs> And she breaks her leg. And, Splat. And you see that pretty gruesomely. It's broken. And they have to push her leg back in. The bone of the leg. Yeah. And then they go, <sighs> they go walking into another area. And at this point, Sarah sees a, a monster. Like this sort of like. Just drinking from like a, a hum- little well. It's like a human a rem- figure. But like it's, it's kind of got like a, Yeah, but it's got like it's bat abilities. It like uses echolocation and it's blind. But it also has, like, vampiric teeth. Yeah, it's, like, completely whited out. Because it doesn't go in the sun. Yeah, I thought the special effects for it were well, yeah, pretty good. But you see it, she, cool. she first sees it, like, at a crouching, yeah, at this, like, watering hole or something, like, drinking water. Very much reminded me of Gollum. Did Gollum creep you out as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that this thing kind of reminds me of orcs, if they were, like, more nimble. So Gollum is actually a pretty good... Mm, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good comparison. But no, but I think the reason that this film was so... That's not the jump scare we're talking no, about, by no, the way. No, no, it's not. Um, yeah, it comes a little bit later. But I think the reason that this was so successful in how scary it was, which is why I hate it, and I won't ever watch it again, I'm so serious, is that the first half of the film really does make you feel claustrophobic and trapped. So there's no, like, oh my god, they're just being dumb that they're down here. Like, no, they're trapped They're gonna find it, yeah. You know, because you've watched them go down into it, you've watched The Descent, <laughs> that you're just like, no hope, and it's really just horrifying. Yeah, and it also doesn't lean too hard on any one particular kind of horror, which is also, yeah. you know, pretty effective. They go oh, from this, man. like, very human tragedy to, like, th- claustrophobia thriller to, like, monster, sus- like, suspense, jump scare to, like, action horror. And... Does it all pretty seamlessly? Oh, very seamlessly. And it's really good. Cause, but the scariest part is when they first introduce the monsters. Because <sighs> they push ahead with the broken, lady, uh, the broken leg. 
lady and they bound up her leg they're kind of half carrying her they're walking through this room full of bones and they use one of their camcorders that has night vision yeah i should also note that like this movie is lit incredibly well in that it uses only realistic lighting there's a sequel to this movie that is a bunch of dog shit which i don't know if i don't know if we'll watch it because they totally kind of well you're not making me want to watch it well it's not very good but one of the things they do wrong with that movie is they light everything too well, too much like a real like a movie. Yeah. This movie they are making do with like flames and flares, flashlights, and in this one scene, night vision on the camera. And as they're looking around through the dark, they keep panning between two people and Oh my god. And then, then when they swing back to one, there's, there's a like a monster, monster standing standing right over her shoulder and it sounds very um stereotypical. St- yeah, but in the in the context of the movie, when it's been building to that scare for like 45 minutes, it will scare the shit out of you. And here's the thing. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, is that it didn't do a stereotypical horror thing besides the panning back and forth where you're like, Something's going to happen. Something's you know- down here. There's no music. Like nobody's, br- you can't hear anybody breathing really fast. There like, is kind of like Where I feel like every, yeah, like every other horror film kind of sets shit up this one doesn't do anything besides it's like that lady that lady that lady that well, lady a lot of that pe- lady monster a lot of people don't like jump scares because and i oh my god i understand why because i like jumped into your lap yeah they're overused a lot in movies like the conjuring that's like the whole movie um is just like jump scare jump scare jump scare yeah and they get creepy kind of, music and they're always freaking hallway and it this was my big problem with the most recent um it movie is that it was a lot of jump scares and they were all telegraphed by the music and things and like spooky noises but this movie Flashing light. this movie did jump scares incredibly well yes. for the reasons you explained that Ugh. one i mean you know it's coming and it still scares you because of how well it's done and then, sort of like we were saying before, they do that one, and then most movies lay off the jump scare for, I don't know what the time is, but you you can feel it in your bones. It's maybe like 10, like, 10 minutes. Okay, give like you a, a roller coaster. The physics, you can't do two major drops right in a row. Yeah, but this movie doesn't. Yeah. Because then they go the to, they, like, go, they, turn, they turn to run away. And then they hit another one, and it just got like I knew that the night vision one was coming because I had yeah. seen the I, that was the one scare I did remember. I did not see the follow up one oh coming, and that one freaked me. I out. did not cope well. I had to start playing Gin Rummy on my phone as I watched, <laughs> and you were like, "Why you, you you need to watch?" And I was like, "I'm so uncomfortable." <laughs> That's easily the scariest. Like part I've of talked movie, about my um, feet sweat as a measure for how scared. Soaked. No. No, not even soaked. Bone cold. <laughs> Just chilled. <laughs> no, there was no... They were dry. <laughs> they were dry and they were freezing because they they were husks. Jeez. Oh, well, that's easily... The I hated it. I don't like that. I was like, fuck this ten times harder. I don't like horror. Whatever I was going to say to my mom about there's some fun in it. No. Well, and th- this movie just kind of gets real brutal from there on in. Oh, yeah. Because then they all get split up and, like, Juno puts her axe through Beth's neck. Accidentally, but yeah. Yeah, but then lies about it. Yeah, and there's some psychological shit there. And Holly got killed. And then Sarah falls into a hole and gets separated. Um, Becca is, like, hanging upside down and one crawls through the ceiling. And that's Becca, right? 
Well, I think it's Becca and like well, slashes comes, her that comes later. Well, whatever. They get picked off. The arc Becca, and, of, Becca and Sam like go off on their own, and they they're the ones who like the one is above them. Yeah. And there's the one scene where they're going around the corner, the bend, mm-hmm. and Becca looks, says it's clear. Sam goes. And then Becca goes, she hears something behind her, she goes back to look at it, and then when she goes through, the monster, and Beck, uh, Sam's in bet- like in front of her, she's like, are you okay? And the monster drops from the ceiling in between them. Yeah. That scared the hell out of me. Uh, you know. Yeah. I also think that the use of sound is clever in this movie, because mm-hmm. the monsters can't see, and that that that's an interesting premise. It's sort of like... I guess the video game The Last of Us kind of copied that, like the zombie game where they can't see you, they can only hear. Is that the thing in The Last of Us? I thought they were just zombies. Well, maybe some of them can see, but... um, But mostly. They also have echolocation. Mm. That's a big part of that game, so they probably kind of copped that from The the Descent. It's a clever, clever idea. Scary. Um, Well, it puts you right into survival mode because there's one thing you have to do to survive. Be quiet. Be quiet. Yeah. What is that That film? It's John Krasinski. A Quiet Place. Yeah, A Quiet Place. We saw that. Yeah, it was yeah. all right. Maybe is we'll... that a horror film? Some, I liked it. I think people think it's a horror film. I don't movie. think it's a horror film. I liked it. It was like a thriller, but maybe we'll do it for this eventually. I don't know. No, I've already seen it, and yeah, I liked it. we can it. do it again. You've right. seen The Shining. We'll do that at some point. Okay. Anyways, yeah, so it just gets kind of brutal, and... Um, oh man! They also ra- Sarah's arc in terms of brutality is just there because she goes into the cave like a broken woman who's lost her family, and by oh, the end of it, she just loses her fucking mind. Yeah, she loses her mind. Yeah, there's a scene slashing left and right. There's a scene she falls into that hole and gets separated, and then she has to fight off a bunch of these like they call them the crawlers or something, right. and she like kills three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she runs into uh, Beth, who got the axe through her neck, and she's dying. Yeah. And Beth tells her that Juno did it and left her to die, and then also reveals that Juno was having an affair with Sarah's husband before and he died. And has proof of it, which we called from the beginning because... Well, I mean, it was obvious. I don't think it was a secret. Yeah. Um, but Sarah knows now, which throws some tension between her and Juno. I will also just go... This is tangential... This movie, mm-hmm. this movie passes the Bechdel test with flying colors. It's got six female leads. Almost, there's only one man in the movie, and he gets killed like right in the beginning. Right in the beginning, and, and, the wi- and his whole existence is to have an affair with Sarah. With Juno, you mean? Shoot. Yeah, He's and, married to Sarah. But but most of the movie is not about the, that. It's about these this the relationships between these women and their their friendship. As all films should be. Well, I think it's a really good thing. And for a movie from 2005, there aren't a whole lot of movies being made like that now. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty impressive that that was uh, what they went with. But anyway, Beth is like, Juno left me to die. I only brought it up because this, the thing with the affair is probably the thing that undercuts that the most in this movie. But About her losing her mind? No, 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 no. The affair. Like, 
the relationship between her and Ju- um, Sarah and Juno being. No, whatever, because it's used as a catalyst to show, I mean, just for me to show how far Sarah has lost well, her mind because w- she's like cutting the monsters down and you're like, oh shit, she's gone crazy, but also understandable because she's trapped in a cave yeah. with a bunch of bat people. Yeah. Like, I would also maybe go a little nuts, but then the whole ending is just she basically sacrifices Juno for her own well-being to try and escape and most sane people would not do that affair or not and that was where I was like I think that the affair was tried to use like try and be a catalyst for Sarah's feelings oh, yeah. I mean, to I leave wasn't Juno to die it. I think it's a good to plot me it just, point yeah I just was it's sort of the one thing like romantic in the movie like that that yeah, plot yeah no I get what you're but, saying but yeah I mean Everyone else gets savaged <laughs> in the meantime. Like, Rebecca gets just eaten alive. Um, is it? I think it's Sam who gets her throat ripped open. Oh, while, while she's, she's hanging, hanging like, doing that. She's doing, like, like, a carabiner trying to get across a cavern. Yeah, and then, yeah, Sarah and Juno run away, and Sarah reveals to her that she knows about the affair and, and then axes stick, her in the knee. In the knee to try and get her to scream to bring... The monsters. monsters out. And then Sarah falls down a hole and she gets knocked unconscious. And then this is where, like, the American movie and the UK movie sort of break a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they okay, don't break Okay, so the yet. ending, Sarah falls through a hole. And she, and she looks up and you, she thinks she can see the light and she crawls towards it. Yeah. She I, gets out and then she's Which, by the running. way, an amazing shot. There's an it amazing, is. There's an amazing profile shot of, like... The hill she's crawling up covered in bones with the light coming down. Wow, what a shot. Yeah, it looks so beautiful. Good. So she crawls out of the hole. She is like gasping as soon as she she's gets delirious. out of the hole. She's delirious. She's yeah, delirious. She's screaming it's as she lot, gets out of the hole. It's a lot like the end of Texas you're... Chainsaw Massacre where she's just kind like of, laughing yeah. maniacally. Yeah, like, and she can finally make noise, which she couldn't do before. She's running towards That's her car. Point. She gets her keys and she turns around. She's driving and then she, as she kind of gets far enough away she stops her car not completely on the shoulder not completely in the middle of the road and just stops and is kind of bawling and turns to the passenger seat and sees a zombie version of juno clearly a hallucination sitting next to her she's scared a semi passes her like honking the at semi her. had already passed oh and they, well either she way she screams and then that's where the American movie ends. Well, she rolls down her window and barfs. That had already happened. Okay. She barfs, and then she sees the Juno zombie. She screams. That's where the American movie ends. Cut. The UK version, which is what we watched on HBO, um, oh, go, yeah. it goes on like a minute longer where she's been having these hallucinations of her daughter throughout the movie uh, with a birthday cake, and she wakes, so she wakes back up in the cave Post you realize you realize that she has not actually escaped at oh, all man and she is having this hallucination of her daughter which they also do well you see the daughter and then the birthday cake they pan over to sarah and then the camera backs up and you see that it's just her torch in front of her not a birthday cake and that the camera just zooms out and you can hear the monsters coming and then it ends which they apparently chose to go with the other ending because uh Ameri- the they US thought it was audience? too too bleak the stuck in the cave thing. i don't know i almost kind of they serve the same purpose though because once you see the zombie yeah it makes you question 
Um, the zombie of Juno. Juno. It makes you question Sarah's sanity. Yes. It's more ambiguous. That's what I was going to say. I think I preferred the U.S. ending because, one, I could fall back and comfort myself and be like, well, at least she got out even though she's nutso now. Or we could have a lengthy debate of whether or not she actually did get out because there's no definitive proof. The U.K. version was like, ha-ha, made you believe that. (laughs) Well, I still think it was good. I no, like I'm not U- saying I, it was bad. No, I like the UK ending more. I think it is more definitive. I just wanted her to and get out. I think, well, yeah, but I think it's not a not a happy movie, and I don't think. Uh, I know. I think I don't like horror movies. But I think tying it back into the thing with her daughter was be- better. Oh, rather than it ending on Juno. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. So, it's also sweet to know that she was having this. Even if it was a hallucination, this nice memory of her daughter, you know. No, it wasn't a nice memory of her daughter because it's not actually a memory. She's she's been having having it since the beginning because when her daughter died, they had been talking about what they were going to do for her daughter's birthday. That's right. Well, but she seemed she seems blissful at the end, as opposed to screaming like a pig headed to slaughter. Sure, but as opposed to screaming in that car on the side of the road, I think like I'd choose survival over. But we don't know if she actually survives. She... Okay. I think this is the thing that pissed a lot of people off with The Descent too, though, is that it, it does imagine that she actually survives. So... I, I don't think she... No matter which way you read the movie, I don't think she's supposed to have gotten out. I don't know. Which ending you pick, but... That sucks. It, it's pretty grim. It's a grim movie, but... Who likes that? Who wants to see grimness? Not that I need La La fairy tale completely in my life all the time. Put your hand down. <laughs> I'm just saying, who wants... Who's like, time for the movie. Gonna be sad and scared. I like that a lot. Gonna pee myself a little That's, bit. That's, again, why I liked Hereditary a lot. That's why I like this movie a lot. So stressful. I was genuinely... It was a new level of scared compared to everything else I've seen. We've well, seen because it's punchy. I mean, it's like oh man, it's got modern flourishes. Because like that's the thing with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Exorcist are scary, but they mm-hmm. are dated and you can see through them. Yeah. And Hereditary, you kind of knew a little going in. Us and Pet Cemetery, and it follows. None of them are particularly that scary. Um, they have some some spooky parts, but they're not that scary. This movie is consistently scary and it in a multitude of ways so you don't get tired yeah. you don't get used to anything yeah and it does them all very effectively i mean it's just it it is a strong lean horror movie it's good yeah like watch it if that's your thing i i, I don't ever want to see it ever again okay well <laughs> i i, do I would love... never make anyone i love watch that movie oh i see okay <laughs> I picked the movie, so I see what she's saying here. Okay. Well... I'm just telling you how I would go about it. I would never want to torture someone I truly cared about. Well, we're probably going to get a good um, counterbalance to this. Because last week we had teased that we were going to the movie theater. Yeah, but and then I think, with our and Easter travels... Didn't work out, so we're going to go to the movie theater next weekend. And you could probably take a guess at what it is. Because um, there's a, a horror movie... If you movie have thing. access to the internet, yeah. which you do if you're listening to this. I would hope. Um... What? <laughs> I don't know, but the movie in question I have heard is a jump scare fest, but like 
not in a good way. It just is like really lazily strung together. Now we'll make our own assessment about that. We're but, our own but, people. Exactly. But after seeing a movie with such strong jump scares and strong um, terror built into it, I, I have the sense it's going to let me down because not too many horror movies can do what this movie pulled off as well as it pulled it off. So. Yeah. Well. I wonder what the next one we watch that'll be genuinely scary for the both of us. I don't know. It was. It we was... could make an episode counter like, here's episode one of at least one of us not being scared. Well, yeah, between between incidents. Is there... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this many days without a casualty. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But... Ooh, doggy. Yeah, well, I was going to have more nightmares tonight. So. I was. It was hard for me to go to sleep. I'm I was. Sorry. I had to hold her hand to walk back to the bedroom. I know. And I left my nightlight on the whole night. I have a little, <laughs> my mom got me like a little hedgehog that you press the back of it and it changes pleasant. little colors. Yeah, she got it for me at Ikea. It was very nice. Yeah. And I keep it on my bedstand mainly as like a cute little hedgehog thing. But no, I turned it on because I couldn't be just in the straight dark. I hate horror. We're going to change it. We were working on it before and we're going to get you there. Because you actually still, this is what I I mentioned earlier. I said you did and you didn't. You can admit it's a good movie. It just scared the bejesus out of you. It was well done. It was scary. Do I like to be scared? No, I do not. Well, you've you've started the wrong podcast then. I know. (laughs) I like to push myself, though. I'm a pusher. You're very brave. Thank you. And so Emma's going to be brave again next week when we do episode eight. But in the meantime, subscribe, rate, share. Follow. All those things. On Instagram at WeWatchDeadPeople. On Twitter at WeWatchDeadPeople, but people spell Mm PPL. On Facebook as WeWatchDeadPeople. I think that and we watch dead people at gmail.com yeah if you want to email us we love a good email <laughs> i'm also trying to put we're on apple Podcasts, we're on stitcher tune in google play music and i'm trying to put the episodes on youtube that's been a little slow because it just takes episodes a while to uh render and upload so i've only got the first three up so far but i'll continue to trickle them on there and, and we are thankful for that yeah, you're very thank welcome. you for your hard work of course but We'll be at it again next week, hopefully on time. And thank you for your patience and understanding. Yes, thanks, Dad. (laughs) In the meantime, uh, hope you guys have a nice week. Yep. This has been We Watch Dead People. Ooh. Bye. Bye.